0: Welcome to the family with
2: co-host Catherine Brandt, Alex Brampernard, Rasmussen,
0: and Andy Brampernard. Michael Bryant will be in when he can be, and I think I he think damn Tevin,
2: well feels like it.
0: Well, he's in federal court, so it might ah. take a while. And Tevin, I believe, is working, so I don't know. We're not going to have Tevin anywhere near as much as we used oh. to, which is unfortunate because we like Pesky
2: working Tevin. thing.
0: Pesky working.
2: Man.
0: We will be right back. Kick things off with the family.
3: Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the next
0: one better than this one. All right, be like Andy and Melissa and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was (laughs) born. (laughs) So, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J-Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A little bit of news, a little bit of information. I have to read you something because it is unbelievable. I mean, that's such a radio thing. It's it's amazing. In life, Rush Limbaugh used to famously intone that he had talent on loan from God. Oh, that's right. In what?
2: I said, oh, that's right. I remember that.
0: Yes, talent on loan from God. In death, the big claims persist. Uh, The site notes that Limbaugh's widow, Catherine, provided information about her husband to the Palm Beach County Medical Examiner's Office in Florida for the document, making her the likely source of the line I'm about to read for you. The 70-year-old Limbaugh died last month of lung cancer. Meanwhile, former Vice President Mike Pence will narrate a four-part series on Limbaugh's life and career this week on Fox's streaming service, Fox Nation, per The Hollywood Reporter. The show Age of Rush debuts on Wednesday, and THR notes that Vice Vice President Pence is a former radio host himself. I didn't know that. I didn't know
2: that either. I don't know know know
0: anything about him. I don't either. (laughs) I don't either.
2: No, I never heard of him before. All of a sudden, he was vice president. (laughs) I could not
1: have (laughs) spotted him in a crowd or even in a room of three before the uh, vice presidential debates this year because there was was a fly on his head.
4: Oh, yeah. Then
0: all of a
1: sudden, his picture was everywhere.
3: That's right.
0: That's exactly right. Okay, what did Catherine, his lovely wife, provide information about her husband to the Palm Beach County Medical Examiner's office that was included on an official document about his death? What did it say?
2: I uh, have no
1: clue. Travesty to the world or something.
0: Yes, I'm sure that's what she put on there. Mm-hmm. No, it said, and I quote, greatest radio host of all time. Well... <laughs>
2: You want me to put that on yours? Yeah, no, I'm say,
0: good. Yeah, I'm good.
1: <laughs> you could one up him.
0: <clears throat> I'm good. Well, we had done, we met Rush a couple of times. You know, Catherine uh, was going to go to the drive-in with him or something. I think it was something like <laughs> that. Was
2: going to go to the drive-in. <laughs> she start, the drive-in. Yep. <clears throat>
0: starts laughing. What? All the drive-ins. Um, Rush Limbaugh. The tried, drive-in, baby. I tried
1: to go and do a, I tried to go to a drive-in this summer because I was like, COVID. Hey, they're drive-ins. There's like
0: drive-ins, two. baby. Yeah, they're, they're
1: pop-up. They're both like hours away from anywhere anyone lives. Uh, like, okay. They were having pop-up drive-ins. Yeah, but it was but like don't are, to, how, I don't know. I don't know how you found out about it. Yeah, those. and you had to plan like a month ahead of time and tickets were sold out. I was like, why is there not oh, really? just like somebody could rent out a screen and just every Saturday?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't
3: know. Let's see. Mike. So what Pence is the latest? Was the governor of Indiana <coughs> yeah. He was in the yes. House oh. of Representatives from Indiana for 12 years. Oh. Mhm. Uh So that's about it. He's a big deal in Indiana. Indiana. And, yeah, it says he's a broadcaster. I wonder where he broadcasted from.
2: Where was the broadcaster? I've heard him speak, and he he actually made sense. He could actually speak. Yeah, I felt like he – when I –
1: Dan and I watched a little bit of the vice presidential debates, and we thought that he did a fine job. Like he seemed like he was, yeah, like articulate and kind of had a plan and knew what he was talking about much better than Trump or – What's-his-face?
0: Trump or what's-his-face? Well, why am very I completely
1: blanking on the president's name right now? Biden? Biden!
0: Joe Biden? Oh, my
1: God. <clears throat> I need more sleep. I'm very
0: lack of sleep. Alex, <laughs> all you have to remember to remember his name is what Nancy Pelosi said. Biden? With all the money that's raining down on the American people, oh all the money, it's no longer open sesame, it's open Biden.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously, I don't know what it means. What does that even mean? People? Yeah. When people hear this stuff, even if you are the most diehard Democrat, uh, do, don't you just barf a little in your uh, mouth you when you hear this crap? I don't even don't understand you? what that means.
0: I don't either. Open <laughs> Biden instead of oh, because he's a miracle worker. He's a he's a magician. Well, but yeah, Sesame but is, he's uh, a, is
1: like
3: a person, is it? Was Open no. Sesame no. like a was Sesame No, was not a, no, a no, It's, it's the, like
1: says me.
0: Yeah, says me. Open says me. Well, yeah, so it, it makes it no sense opens, to say open Biden. Yeah,
3: shouldn't it be open says a Biden?
1: <laughs> <Says-a> Biden?
0: <laughs> open says a Biden. That sounds yes.
1: great. It just is all none of it makes any sense. I don't know why no.
0: people talk. I want to run something by you guys because I had a dream last night and I talked about it on the air. I had a dream last night that all people of color in the United States, black people, brown people particularly Started a third political party because they said they couldn't trust the Republicans or the Democrats to come through on any of the promises they made. So they started the third political party and called it Kamoja, which means unity or only one in Swahili. Hmm. The Kamoja party. What do you think?
2: Interesting. Hey, Can I
1: join it? Because every, every, <laughs> exactly. every single person I spoke to. Spoked to. All right. Spoked. Spoke to during the election was like, oh yeah, the two-party system is horrible and it's the worst and yeah, blah blah blah. Then everybody it. voted for the two-party system, yeah. so it's never. Well, well they don't have anybody else to vote not for. Really, yeah. Yeah, but no one's ever going to no have anyone to vote for unless people stop following along with the two-party system. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, the problem That's with the two-party system is that those are the people that have all <coughs> of the money. The money Nobody yeah. else can compete campaign-wise because there's no funding for them. Yep. Yeah.
0: It's no doubt about it, ladies shoot. and gentlemen. How about this? You could start the Komoja Party, the party of the people of color, and they could run Shamar Moore for president. What do you think? I don't know who that oh. is. The guy used to be on Criminal Minds, the black guy in Criminal Minds. Remember him? Uh, I th- Why isn't him? He still is he still on,
3: on Criminal Minds?
0: No, he's on like, his own show now. It's SWAT. I think oh, it's, yeah, he, he, he That's it's S-W-A-T. four years
3: ago. Interesting. Hmm. We're watching that. Is it political? Rather, Melissa's watching that, and I'm tolerating it.
1: And you're in the what,
3: room. What, SWAT? Uh, Criminal Minds. <laughs>
0: Oh, Criminal Minds. I love Criminal Minds. You don't like Criminal Minds?
3: It's all right. We're getting to the what seasons they? where they kind of ran out of like, you know, murder isn't shocking anymore. So now it's like, you know, they're trying to summon the devil by committing incest. And then uh, yeah, yeah it's oh, like, God. they're clearly no. running out of things to say. Yeah. So they're just going crazy with everything.
4: Oh, God.
0: You know what's so funny about that? I think, it, I think it's the only way black people are ever going to get a voice in America, is to start their own party. Otherwise, they'll always be answering to some Democrat or Republican. I
2: thought the Democratic Party was the voice of people of color.
0: Yeah, well, they've really held up all those promises they made 70 years ago, haven't they? <clears throat> like, not one. As a matter of fact, no, the Republicans and the Democrats, Republicans had all the black vote and pissed it away because they ignored black people. And then the Democrats got them and the Democrats used them. I mean, they both, Democrats and Republicans, both used people of color. There's no doubt about that. Don't
2: they use everybody? Well, I mean- they
0: do. Yes, they do. But, I mean, there's some benefit for at least – and poor people have never been treated well by politicians either. If you're poor, they don't give a rat's ass about you except for you vote for them. That's all they care about.
2: This is true.
0: And you don't get anything from it, so I don't know. It's, it all works out in the end.
2: Happy International <coughs> Women's Day, Alex. I was going yes, to say, National happy, Women's happy Day, right. International Women's Day.
0: Very it is indeed. So what does that mean?
1: Exciting. I feel celebrated with
0: so no – So what does it mean, though?
2: It's just uh, one of those Well, it's days. Women's Women's History Month, I think, isn't it? Oh, is it? I think so.
0: I and this is so. part
2: of it. Why <laughs> can you
0: use the word women? You shouldn't be able to use that word well, anymore. Well, for
2: now, we are.
0: For now. For I'm now. Sure now will change. No women's day?
3: I'm sure it will. We'll become people with uterus. No, wait, you can't say uterus either. It's, you know. can't say
0: uterus. It's whoever the we hell can't. feels
3: like it. Day.
2: What? I saw something about... Okay, this is confusing to me. Alex seems to be all up on all the transgender stuff. Yes. Okay, so females on. that don't feel... Okay, you, you can transition from female to female.
3: No. What?
0: That doesn't make yes. any sense. Yes. Well, how do you transition from something you already FTF are?
2: FTF is a thing. That
0: sounds but made But But you're already a woman.
2: Because you don't feel comfortable <clears throat> with... I don't, that's that's why I'm asking. Where I did saw you hear this FTF thing? And I was <laughs> wondering if it's real or what is it and why and what does, uh, how do you. I don't think
3: it's real. I think you might have misheard I something. I think it's a thing. I've never yeah, not even...
2: That's not a thing. I've,
1: I've never heard of that in my life because yes. how can you go from female well, to female yeah. when you're already a female? And I'm, yeah, I'm how, how I would just you do searched that? female to female trans and nothing came up except for female
2: turning. Oh, mine came. I got that right away on a Google search. Alex? Well, show me what. Tell me what it says.
3: Oh, here's something from the LGBTA Wiki, which I don't think is really an authoritative source. What is Wiki? What do you do mean Wiki?
1: Wikipedia.
3: Um, basically. Of. Oh, it's Wikipedia. Okay. Well, okay. so they're not transitioning from male to female because they've always been female. So they're transitioning from female to Different female, I guess.
1: What is different?
0: Female? Oh, so they were, but they used to be male.
3: Well, I mean, In gen- yes, biologically <clears throat> and culturally, they were male. But the the new thing, well, not really new, but relatively new, is basically to say once you transition, your entire past never happened. You once you transition to a different gender, you were always that gender. So anything that had your name on it, your previous name, that. Is to be wiped out Anything well, that used to refer to you uh, as your previous gender it's, re- it's rewriting history To cater to the new You know
1: when I'm wondering, The new truth I'm wondering if it means female to female Like female I am calling myself female because I feel female and I want to be female, to maybe have the
3: surgery. Kind of, I and think.
2: Quora. <laughs> it says female to female, a trans woman who considers herself transitioning. Oops, I clicked on it. <laughs> uh, oops, I clicked. <laughs> mm. That always been female. Some trans women only identify as female later in life, but have oh, but others have been identifying as female since before they can remember.
0: But what 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 is this part where you just once you have the the operation, then you said that their past is kind of wiped out. Well, no, it's no, whenever it's, they decide that it's wiped out.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you think about the trans uh, woman that, sad. the trans woman that I know, and not all trans people feel this way. Some people celebrate no, their I'm past sure. and how they got to where they are and all this stuff, but some trans people, you know, it's kind of like people that are sober. They're like, they just don't yeah. even acknowledge again, the fact that yeah. they were, yeah, or born again Christians. Or, you know, there's like, yeah. it's just kind of something that they do because it feels like your past was just too difficult yeah. and terrible. It's and you an weren't easy happy. way to
3: not have responsibility for your past anymore because the past oh, doesn't exist okay. anymore.
1: Or, or yeah. it just feels too hard to acknowledge. I would, uh, I'd, think in some instances you know if you had a really tough upbringing and then all of a sudden you were born again Christian and you were welcomed into the church and everybody's all peace love and joy then maybe you wouldn't want to acknowledge yeah. your history so maybe it's the same thing with trans like if you okay.
2: yeah, but the explanation says a trans woman who considers herself transitioning from female to female as she has always been female just not in the way being female is traditionally defined as
0: Okay. But I don't understand so, how that can that's possible.
2: Okay, so I think that I think
1: I think since I'm the one that's up on all the trans stuff as you said. Yes. Um I think it's an extreme version of trans identifying. So yes, okay. So a trans woman to some people and to you know, themselves, depending on who you're talking to, has always been a woman because they've always identified as a woman. They were just born in the wrong sex. Yeah. And so they've, but they've always been a woman because that's their true identity and their true sex and their true gender. But when they actually transition to female in whatever capacity that means, then that's the technical female transition. So they're female, but, every, you know, technically speaking they'd be male but identity but why wise they were female
0: we got to get moving for a guess but i have a question why wouldn't you be proud of who you were and are
1: a lot of people aren't why will,
0: that's true. Why not
1: I, a lot of people don't I mean, have that's parents so sad. That's, a lot of par- people don't have parents that support them a lot of people don't have anybody that supports them a lot of people get
3: yeah, or they have screamed. parents who support them a little too much if you know what i mean very sad there's, yeah, a, lot, there's a lot of Munchausen by proxy and kind of grooming yeah, situations going on there, too. Yeah,
1: and a lot of people get yeah. beat up and murdered for who they are. You know, it's just... it's.
0: Yep. No, it makes sense. Yeah. I don't know, just. I find that terribly sad that, that you want to leave a part of yourself behind. That's who you were, yeah. and that's who you are. Like that's that's fine.
3: Born again Christians, like we said, that's what they do. Yeah, they, it's true. They wipe yeah. out right. their past. You yeah. Know, yeah, I found I was, Jesus, so right. nothing. No, I ever they did wipe happen. out their
2: sins. No, they, they wipe out their. No, sins. they're literally
3: <laughs> saying.
1: Yeah, like I am born again. I am a new person. Before Jesus,
3: all that was a different person. Mm-hmm. I'm not that person. Yeah. I'm not responsible for anything that person did, which is that's definitely ridiculous. not healthy. Yeah, fun. because you. All right. Oh,
1: okay. Because you what? Because you accept Jesus into your heart, and He's forgiven all of your sins, so you're just like not accountable anymore. It's
3: like, yeah, or to say that well, it you never still happened, existed. Uh, yeah, yes. that's the part that's weird. weird yeah. But a lot of people, yeah. it's they, they hate themselves so much that they would rather say that I don't exist until just now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I find that to be very, very sad. Who you used to be and who you are now would be very, very important to me. A lot me. of people are um, I'm sorry people. to hear that. All right, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Beth Kobliner will be our special guest coming up next with the family. Tom Bernard here with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, you work with many different types of businesses. Can you tell me about one of them? Sure, Tommy. Theory Z Media started two years ago as a digital media agency. They wanted to build it their way, the same way our team built the bank, to do what they love, but also in the way that suited their lives and growing families. We helped them navigate the Paycheck Protection Program loan process when the pandemic started, so they could keep expanding their business. The pandemic hit many local businesses hard, and I know North American Banking Company has been right there to help many of them. Right, and it's something we're continuing to do as a bank that is invested in the growth and success of our customers and the community. Theory Z Media is now a million-dollar company and are growing with the help and resources that our team was able to provide. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You buy one set, get another set absolutely free. Back, 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 back. What do you think of that? Beautiful. We certainly are. No? Not good? Great.
1: Thanks for that.
0: You're not buying it? <laughs> you're not buying it? Is that what you're saying? Is Ms. Kobliner ready to go? Yep.
1: Yes, she
0: is. Beth Kobliner. How are you, Beth?
5: I'm well, thanks. How are you doing?
0: Marvelous. Now, I'm going to read something here. Um, because uh, the authors of the book were your parents, Harold and Shirley yes. Kobliner. Is that right? That's
5: right. That's right.
0: Well, so how did this all work out?
5: Well, it was a book. uh, It it is a book. It was just released by Simon & Schuster. And it's a book of 11,000 expressions that my parents wrote. um, And it came about when they were reading to their grandson's class, my, my son's kindergarten class. Uh, Mm -hmm. The kids started to look bored, and my mom said, it looks like you have ants in your pants. And the kids started laughing. They had never heard (laughs) that expression before. And then my dad said, well, what about, have you ever heard of social butterfly? And one kid said, stung as a bug in a rug. And they started collecting, you know, insects expressions. Don't let the bed bugs bite, busy as a bee. And my parents realized this would make a great book. So they began uh, collecting expressions over 13 years, and the result is this book, so to speak. Um, and they did this by jotting down expressions from everyday life, TV, radio, conversations. Um, they did not use Google, and they did not look at any other existing book of expressions. But they did this for more than a decade, writing it down, um, and then categorizing them into fun categories. So it's really a labor of love by my parents who are happily married for 65
0: years. See, that's terrific. Now, i got to run one by you, see if it made the book or not. Great. Okay, because this actually just happened.
5: Yeah.
4: We
0: went to, we took, uh, No, this is a family podcast, my wife Catherine, our son Andy, and our daughter Alex. It's the four of us right. on the show together, right? Yeah. Well, we just got back from Disney World. <clears throat> and before we went wow. to Disney World, about two weeks ago, uh, Catherine and I have a two, almost three-year-old grandson. And I said to him one day, and apparently he pays attention to every word other people say. See if this is mm. one of the expressions that you use in 11,000 Expressions. Mm. I said, and this is true, I said, Sage, I'm so excited to go to Disney World. To which he replied, you're out of the mix.
5: <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know. You know, this is their book. I'm sure they have it. Right. what does that mean? You're kind of like... You're uh, you're off your rocker in the olden days? Or yeah, what does it mean?
0: Basically, you can't go. You're out of the mix. The, ah. the mix only includes oh, people who are invited. Interesting.
5: Well, it's so funny because I, I don't know where he heard that. Where did, Where is he picking this up? I mean, remote Maybe school? Maybe from
0: or? grandpa. Maybe grandpa did it. <laughs> me. Maybe. Maybe it was me. So
5: funny. Wow. I
0: loved it. Love that it. is
5: so cute. Well, we have one book. Uh, in the book, there are a bunch of games, and one of them is called "Real or Fake." If you want to play it real quick, I'll say an Love expression, it. and you tell me if it's real or fake. So, "It's darkest beneath the lighthouse." Real or fake? Mm.
0: Fake. It's fake. Real. Mm. I it's never real. heard of it. Really? Darkest beneath the lighthouse. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
5: I suppose. Blurry as powder in water. Blurry as powder in water.
0: That'd be pretty blurry, so i got to believe it's true. It's fake. Mm. <laughs> God, I'm, right. just, I'm hitting Where home run after home run in this one. Where's
5: the buzzer? All right,
4: yeah.
0: let's
5: go. <clears throat> yellow, yellow dog contract. A yellow dog contract.
0: I think that is real.
5: Correct. It is real. It's when an employer says to an employee, I will only hire you if you promise not to join a union. Um, and that's no longer illegal. Yep. That's a yellow dog contract. Okay. Let's yep. do one more. Even the smartest cow is illiterate.
3: Well, it's true. <laughs> it's true.
0: But I feel like it's It fake. is true. You thinking it's fake? Yeah. We're going fake. Everybody going fake. we will go You're fake.
5: right. It's fake. My husband made that one up. <laughs> I kind of love it. Now. What was it? Just make it a real expression. It's fake. Even the smart... Even the smartest cow is illiterate.
0: Which is true. It is true, but it's fake. (laughs) It's true, Um, but it's fake, exactly.
5: Exactly. What's really fun is there are all kinds of different games. Do you have time for another one, a quick one?
0: Uh, Absolutely.
5: Okay. Is it, this one's called Mrs. Malaprop. Is it to home in or to hone in on something?
0: It's supposed to be hone, but everybody says home. I always
5: say hone in. So it's, it's supposed supposed to both. To be home, yeah. It's the flip. It's supposed to be home. It originally was home, mm-hmm. and the last few years people started to say home,
0: like
3: homing pigeon <laughs> or homing missile. Exactly.
5: Oh, That's right. That's right.
3: Mm-hmm. So okay. Really.
5: Is it? Yeah, I know. Is it champing at the bit or chomping at the bit? Well,
3: I know this champing. one.
5: But I won't champing. Yes. Yeah. Champing. Wow. Yeah. Very good. Wow. Most people get that one wrong. Okay, is it to clinch the deal or to cinch the deal?
3: Clinch. It's clinch.
5: Very good. Excellent. That, that yep. surprised me. Most people get that wrong. Okay, is it dog really? dog world or dog eat dog world?
4: Eat. Dog eat. Right. All
5: right, one more, one more. Is it um, <laughs> a bald face
1: lie or a bold face lie?
0: This one I don't actually know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think it was originally Bold Face.
1: It's originally Bald Face
5: Lie. I thought it was Bold yeah. Face. Well, then it became too. bold. I always face. thought it was Bald.
3: Like the
0: poker, the the poker face, face,
5: I guess? Bald Face Lie. Yeah, it's it's really <laughs> fun. Just, uh, you know, there's a website, um, so to speak um, book, so to speak book.com, um, and there's all kinds of fun games that you can play. Um, you know, what's interesting is, you know, expressions change over time. So I might say, call my husband my sweetheart, and my daughter will call her boyfriend her bae. Or I might, in my day, to gossip was to dish the dirt, and today it's to spill the tea. So it's funny how, over time, you might be saying a similar mm-hmm. expression, but totally different words.
2: Well, not also can be regional, right? Because mm, I, I grew yeah. up saying kitty-corner, ah. not candy corner
0: Yeah. And yeah. where are you from? We did, too.
2: From Minnesota,
5: ah, right, and I'd say Caddy Corner. I'm New York, so that's, yep. that's really is. interesting. Yep. And then there are ones like you know, one of my favorite ones I heard from Texas is "He's all hat and no cattle."
3: Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, I love that. One. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love, and you know, I in New York, you
5: one. say in New York, you say, "What am I, chop liver?" Mm-hmm. You know. So
4: yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs>
5: um, but it's fun, and there are hundreds of illustrations also in the book. Um, that there are original illustration, uh, illustrations, that, um, vintage illustrations, that were uh, the publisher decided to use. And it's fun to match the expression with the picture. So it's hard to do on the radio, but you can play a game. You see an elephant, mm-hmm. and it's surrounded by four walls. So it would be elephant in the room, right? In the room. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there are all kinds of expressions. um, And what's really funny is sometimes a family might have an expression they think is a, you know, regular expression. And actually, it's just a family expression. My parents had this friend, Diane, whose mother was from Ireland. And she always used the old Irish expression, as fast as a Grady's dog. And then one day, uh, (laughs) Diane, as a grown-up, went to Ireland, and she met a friend of her mother's and her mother's friend, oh, that's where your mom lived and that's where the O'Grady's lived. And oh, they had this crazy dog who would always run out of the house when the door opened. And that's when Diane realized as fast as O'Grady's dog wasn't an old Irish expression, it was just an old her mother's neighborhood expression because there was O'Grady, the O'Grady family, and they had this crazy dog. So... And that, you know, Diane moved to New York, and she used the expression, and her kids use the expression, her kids' friends use the expression, and that's how expressions get passed along. So it's kind of fun. In the back of the book, my parents included a section called Express Yourself, where you can either write down expressions that were missed in the book, um, and of the 11,000, or you can just uh, write down family ones, or you can make up some of your own.
2: Some of them are so weird, like, it's the bee's knees. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cats right. meow.
5: Right. Yeah. There's some that are so strange and others are very clear. And that's very difficult for people whose first language isn't English because they're like, these knees? Or like uh, <laughs> someone told me, junk mail. Do bail. they have They knees? heard that expression. They're like, what? Oh, yeah, junk, junk, junk
0: mail, yeah. yeah.
5: Yeah. How do you? All right, I have one more quick game. It's called the origin <laughs> story. So I'm going to give you an expression. and You tell me what it's really from. So the expression cold feet, um, is it from one Frostbite of the feet was a common problem in 19th century England, where mothers would warn against getting cold feet as children left for school. Or is it two, a military term that referred to warriors with cold feet not being able to rush into battle?
3: I'm guessing two. Military.
5: Yep. You guys are right. Yep. Yeah. Crocodile tears. Um, one, it was believed <laughs> that crocodiles weep <laughs> while devouring their prey, which has since been proven true by scientists. Or two. Really? Similar, yeah. Similar to snake oil, crocodiles were sold. Crocodile tears were sold as a health tonic by nineteenth-century peddlers.
3: I think one? No yeah, I love it. <clears throat> um,
5: Which one?
0: One. Yeah, I'm going with one.
5: You're right. Ah, That's the sun, right? He's getting them all right.
0: <laughs>
1: yep. He is. He's like that. He's that kind yeah, of... Yeah, he's adult. like that. <laughs> yeah.
3: research etymology, yeah, apple actually. doesn't
5: fall far from the tree. That's mm. a good expression. Okay, last one. Honeymoon period. Yeah. In in the 5th century, newly reds drank uh, a spirit made from honey during their first, mari- their first month of marriage. One moon cycle to grant them fertility and good luck. Or two is honeymoon period... From um Shakespeare's comedy Much Ado About Nothing, um, where it originated the phrase honeymoon, referring to the good omen of a full moon on the night of a wedding.
3: Those both make sense.
2: Yeah. They both do both them make sound sense. Plausible.
3: Hmm. Mm. I can mm. see one being true because basically everything was about fertility back then.
2: This is true. Go
3: Correct. One? Okay. He's a
5: genius. I'm sorry, he wins. <laughs> 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 okay.
3: And he's a genius. Yeah, is he's that a genius. His
5: kid said, The mix, you're not in the mix.
3: No, that was uh, no, it's Alex, the, the daughter. That was, yeah, my uh, sister's son, who was like, what, almost
0: three? Yeah,
1: he's almost three. Almost, yeah. 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 Yep. Sage. Sage.
0: Sagey. Wow. Yep. Yeah. I have a question. We'll take it. You yeah. can stay with us in another segment, can't you, Beth? Sure. You gonna, okay, I want to ask you one question before we go. So, you think about this? Unless you know yeah. the answer immediately. How much of this is involved with ethnicity and culture mm. and religion and skin color? Because mm. there have been so many... I grew up in a very poor neighborhood. There were mm-hmm. things I've never heard again said in that neighborhood.
5: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's funny. My dad, my mother and father, who wrote this book, grew up in 1929. So during the Depression, my dad oh, was really poor from the Bronx. Really, really poor. So actually, he was always concerned he wouldn't have much, you know, enough education. So he read the dictionary when he was in his teens. Um, So he was a word lover, but it's true that regionally expressions vary. And my my parents Mm -hmm. were both educators, and it's interesting you picked up on that, because they felt that this was a great way to promote conversation. And to yep, discuss great. the differences. And also, everyone has expressions. No matter where you're from, you know, expressions, they're more than just words, though. They say where you're from, what time period you're from, um, you know, it, it uh, who you were friends with. It really is indicative of a lot of different factors in your life. But sharing them, you know, everyone could do it. And that was something that they just loved. And also, intergenerationally, generations differ so much by expressions. So it was kind of a way to put away the screens, put away the Zoom, put away everything, and just sit and go through the book, so to speak, and have fun with words.
0: We will take a very quick break. Be right back more with Beth Kobliner. Uh, So to speak, 11,000 expressions that will knock your socks off. It is available everywhere on Amazon and everywhere else. Authors were originally her parents, Harold and Shirley Kobliner. We'll be right back in just a couple of seconds. and the new Lumacraft FSX crossover fishing ski. Both are getting tons of attention and grabbing sales from the competition. Dan's Southside Marine is packed with pontoons from Avalon, Berkshire, and Premier. With all the rebates and incentives we mentioned at the top, get the family out this weekend and come see these amazing pontoons. And be sure to ask about custom-rigged Alumacraft fishing boats this weekend at Dan Southside Marine during our February open house. Dan Southside Marine, six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Shop online at dan'southsidemarine.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate. When you list with Shift, it's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Cell.com. That's Shift, the number 2, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. Oh, yeah. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Beth Kobliner. The book is called, So to Speak, 11,000 Expressions That'll Knock Your Socks Off. It's available everywhere on Amazon and everywhere else. Harold and Shirley Kobliner, the original authors. Um, One thing about the family I should mention to you, Beth, is the fact that Andy loves uh, you know, etymology, studying where things came from. In my situation, I grew up in a very poor neighborhood. So Jive, one of the first things I ever learned about language, was Jive was invented by African-Americans. Uh, a language that they could speak that white people wouldn't understand, which mm. I found fascinating.
5: Interesting That's great like I mean, for, yeah, like Yiddish. I mean, my parents' mother yeah, was yep. Yiddish, and they didn't know what she but she spoke it only when she wanted the kids to know what they were saying. Um, and now there's a <laughs> resurgence in a lot of these languages. My seventeen-year-old yep. obsessed with learning Yiddish. It is very interesting, and it's it's kind of you know wonderful in some ways that there are these languages and these histories that are very, you know, rich in 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 sort of this um, uh, identity and this, you know, in some ways um, very telling language, like Yiddish, for, for example. I wish I knew enough of it, but there are so many funny, crazy expressions. You know, it's like, may your gut be like the fish in the sea of... You know, Jerusalem or something, you know? They're like, at worst, lots of cursing too. You know, in Yiddish, I mean, this is like in Yiddish, there's shmagegi, shmanazel, shwamil. There are a bunch of different words that all mean the same thing, like, you know, uh, shmendrik. They all mean someone who's like a little bit of a jerky kind of person. (laughs) So,
0: My favorite Yiddish... Yeah. Beth, let's see if you know this one. My favorite Yiddish word, it just means stuff like having stuff, uh-huh. and it's, it's streyla. No, I don't
5: know that
0: one. <laughs> Nobody knows that word, streira. It just means How'd stuff. How
5: that one?
0: Uh, a guy named Norm Nat, a buddy of mine, just he, because he insists, because I grew up hearing a lot of, first of all, I grew up in a neighborhood that was Catholic, black, and Jewish, so all mm. the things you're talking about, Right. Because Catholics have their own expressions too, and yeah. so there was a lot of jive and a lot of Yiddish and a lot of, you know, the, <laughs> the Catholic stuff. There, it was fascinating. Yeah. Uh, so I've always been very interested in language myself. Mm. I just love it.
5: Is yeah. it Yiddish based on German? It's yeah. German and Hebrew mix, from yep. what I understand. Mixed. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, it is, yeah. But, you know, the thing about expressions and language and talking about it is it can get kind of addictive in a family, I guarantee, at something once, you know, a little sage comes and you could run through this book with him and kids start noticing like oh you know early bird catches the worm or we say these expressions all the time without even realizing it and kids are like sponges they absorb it uh, my dad once they got to eight thousand expressions they just decided to offer their grandkids a dollar for each new expression because my dad wanted to make sure they got to ten thousand but after a few mm-hmm. weeks he's like forget it i'm broke i'm not doing this anymore <laughs> But by then, we were all addicted. so there it was you, you know really funny and The thing that my parents loved most, and it was sort of interesting, you know, it's sad. My dad passed away in May. He was 90 years old, and my mom a few years before that, um, which is why I've kind of just picked up the mantle on the very end of this book to, you know, uh, talk about it and finish it through the publishing process. But my dad did know that it was published by Simon & Schuster, and he did make sure the cover was really great. Um, He picked out the cover, but... um, He really, you know, they would spend endless amount of time, this is over 13 years, debating discussing expressions. So they would get like 100 expressions just from like, oh, the guy in the supermarket said this, and their doctor said this, and their, you know, friend said this, and they would sit at the end of the week and go through the expressions, and they would categorize them. So there's 67 categories in the book, from animals to gambling to love to science and technology. So they're like a thousand expressions in body, the body chapter. So there's, you know, all the things having to do with starting with brain, you know, to pick someone's brain, brainwash, a brain drain, left brain, right brain, brain teaser. Right. Uh, then that's just brain. And then there's eye for an eye and head over heels and pull your leg and, you know, you could go on and on and on. Um, but one thing that was also really fun is they often categorized expressions by a keyword rather than the literal meaning. And that's kind Of can be fun, so for example, in food, there's baked in the cake. Can you think of any food ones? Easy oh, I could definitely on. think of
0: many in the mix, many okay. <laughs> in the mix. yeah. One of, in the mix, exactly. of my one of
3: my, <laughs> one of my egg favorites your face. is mm-hmm. yeah, right? Crow, exactly. Humble pie,
5: right?
4: Humble
0: pie, yeah. There's lots of them, lots and lots and lots of them. Well, I, I, I just is your love them. One of my favorites is still Do You ever heard of Goyishanachus? Oh,
5: you're still on the Yiddish. That's amazing. Yiddish. I Anachis. just
0: love. What's where what a lot of luck? a lot of
5: something with Loch. is
0: luck, I think. Uh, a yeah. is Gentile pleasures, like um, eating a ham and cheese sandwich is Goyishanachus. Oh Anachis. yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
5: that's really funny. Wow, you know, yeah, you it. know a lot. But Once in I the grew book, they, up. yeah, yeah, that's so funny. So they, so there's like you know all these expressions, cool as a cucumber, all the food related expressions. Mm-hmm. But then they would also put things like, like in the mix or not in the mix or grilled <laughs> by the police or to yes, curry right. favor with the word mm-hmm. curry or mint edition. It goes into mint, you know, because of for food rather than, like, automobiles because they have a whole automobile section. And that's where the book gets really fun. You can kind of go through it, and reading through it is almost like, you know, it's surprising, and you think, mint condition? Oh, mint, right. You know, and it, it. some people are saying it's sort of like mind-bending. The more you talk about words and think of how they uh, – You know, come to be a certain expression. I mean, my favorite one is um, my mom used to always say to me, "Don't burn the candle at both ends," Mm -hmm. um, which is you
4: know.
5: I used to imagine it, um, or too many cooks spoil the broth, or to kill. One of my favorites also is to kill someone with kindness.
0: (laughs) Yes, I I love that one. one.
5: Yeah, kill
0: them with kindness.
5: Yeah, and interestingly, in the book, there. You know, I looked through it, and there. more positive expressions about men than women. So for men, really? there's Dapper Dan, Good Time Charlie, Jolly Roger, Joe Sixpack. Mm-hmm. And for women, there's Debbie Downer, Nervous Nellie, Lady <laughs> Susan.
4: Great.
5: Uh, somebody was telling me there's one, uh, he was Mormon, and I think it was like to be a Martha Mormon or some name that's just kind of a negative, uh, negative connotation. Um, they're twice contrary as many. Contrary Mary. Yeah. yeah contrary mm-hmm. Mary. That's a good one. I'm going to write that one down to uh, <laughs> the back of the book. Um, it's so interesting. Um, but there are twice as many dog expressions than one about cats, and there are oh, more sad kids. expressions uh, than there are happy ones. For instance, huh. uh, there's three times as many devil and hell related expressions like devil in the details, to deal with the devil, a deal with the devil, Uh snowball chance in hell, uh, as compared mm-hmm. to ones about angels and heaven. And you wonder, if is it because, you know, expressions maybe came about uh, as a way to explain things that make us nervous, make us uncomfortable, and you sort of, if you say it in kind of a fun, offhanded way, maybe, you know, that makes it a little easier to cope with. But I do think that wordplay is really on the rise. I don't know if your family is playing more games, what with the pandemic and more people at home. Um, and, you know, mm-hmm. there's been an increase in Scrabble and all these games at home. And uh, I've been told that people who play the games are over two dozen games, and so to speak. Um, everything from the real or fake game to guessing, illustrations, um, you know, basically every 1950s, 60s, or 70s game show, but applied to expressions. That's how my parents did it, and there are just so many fun ways to interact with words um, in kind of an old-fashioned way, similar to the to the way that they wrote the book.
0: I think it's fantastic. I'd say, well, but again, you're talking to a family that loves language. One thing I don't even know I'm doing, but when I look at my wife's expression on her face, I know I've done it again. Mm -hmm. When she and I watch television, I correct people's sentence structure all the time. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean to be doing it. Highly annoying.
5: (laughs) (laughs) My dad was like that. He would say, like, grammar. He was such a stickler. So if you oh, answer yeah. the phone and they say, you know, it's Tom there, you, and you say, it is I. And then that kind of gotten out of fashion. And now my family has right. such a hard time. They're like, it is I. You know, it sounds like you're trying to It is I. But that I is that. the old-fashioned way of doing it correctly. But also, you know, my parents, as they got older, their, you know, bodies were giving out, but their minds were always sharp, really sharp as attack, which is such a good expression. And they really, um, I think, it maybe it's because they engaged with the expressions, maybe it's because this drew them out of themselves and into the community, even when they weren't able to walk around anymore. You know, they had a nurse, and the nurse would be giving expressions, and everybody would figure out where the expression goes in the book, and It became sort of this, like, real passion for them, Um, and I think those kind of projects that we have as we get older help with cognitive functioning as well as just, you know, having fun and feeling a connection, certainly to their grandchildren and children, like I'm sure you guys do a lot.
0: We do indeed. Beth, I have a question for you on how things get so far in society. There's a thing going on right now in America that drives me nuts, and everybody does it. They say now, instead of the proper way, they say, yeah, Andy's going to go to the store with Catherine and I. Yeah. I hate mm. that so much. You know, like
1: they're trying God, to be—they're trying to say it yeah. right, but it's actually horribly they're wrong. Actually, saying yeah. it wrong. Right,
0: Dad,
3: yep. right exactly.
5: You're right. You guys are right. That's even oh. worse than the other way. Because yeah. mine sounds fancy, but it's right. That one's like right, trying to be fancy. Exactly.
4: Right. Right. right.
5: Between it is, you yeah. and I, rather than mm-hmm. between you and me.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes,
5: it's annoying. <laughs> it's annoying, but it's hard, you know. <laughs> and now language <laughs> exactly. has not to the. Case that even um, Meridian Webster's Dictionary is start is starting to change in terms of what it accepts. There's no often no longer like right and wrong. Like if you you know it might it says for example like you might say when you answer the phone it is I, but most people say it is me. So is mm-hmm. when do you, when does language start evolving? You know, but I just I don't know. This this book of course personally reminds me of where my parents were from. And, you know, when they first started writing down these expressions, they would put it on these pieces of cardboard you get for free. If you ever bring something to the dry cleaner, you get back a shirt and it's folded with cardboard. And my mom would save all those for years. So they had hundreds of cardboards. And that's where they wrote down each, each expression. So in the book, I have pictures of my dad's handwriting meticulously, writing it down and crossing it out and writing it down. And Mm. finally, they let us let him go on, you know, they let us teach him to use an Excel spreadsheet because they had 11,000 expressions. But, you know, those old-fashioned ways of learning and writing and just they practice what they call the art of listening, just listening to each other and having conversations.
2: Um, which is really, you know, what, so
0: to speak, is about. A I a lost it. art. Yeah, it is a lost, a lost art. art. I'm really glad that you That's took this expression. this on a... <laughs> it, yes, it's a lost art, Catherine. <laughs> but no, I'm glad you picked this up because the language is falling apart, which really upsets. Mm. And, I, you know, obviously rock and roll started it. Hip-hop continues mm-hmm. it, massacring the language. Mm. Uh, it's I'm I'm a big rhythm and blues fan, so rap music means nothing to me. It particularly mm. the way they just murder the language. Mm. I'm not a fan. Not a fan at one all. One person
5: says murder. One person says evolve. You know, mm. like it's interesting <laughs> to look back, like all the Beatles songs, which were once like oh those crazy screaming, you know, and then things. So who? It's really hard to know. Even like a uh, texting now there's lol and all the uh, the millions of other acronyms uh which are in the book uh you know my my children and my brother's children help my parents with those um but it it is interesting to see how things are evolving and maybe you know it'll go back and forth many times um you know, I think that's sort of the beauty of it. And the intergenerational nature of it is really fun because mm-hmm. it sounds like you're going to learn a lot from Sage <laughs> over the next few
0: decades. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, we might. Well, Beth, in order to close this properly, I have to say, if we don't break, there's going to be hell to pay. Ah,
5: <laughs> uh, it's a good one.
0: <laughs> Beth, thank you so much for your time. Beth Kobliner, the book is called, So to Speak: 11,000 Expressions That'll Knock Your Socks Off. Uh, her parents, of course, Harold and Shirley Kobliner, the original authors. Beth, thank you so much. See that this was, this may have, may have taught a few people a few things. Don't you, don't you agree?
5: Yeah, it was really fun, and you guys, of course, hit it. Hit it out of the park.
0: <laughs> it was off the you love it. <laughs> By the way, some bad news, Beth. I've been in radio for fifty years. You aren't gonna find another group of people that know how to speak English. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> just...
5: <laughs>
0: Beth, thank you very much. Have a great
5: thank day. Thank you. Thank you so
0: much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. We'll be back with the family.